so, Mr. Tango. <laughs> yeah. We, we must have had a really good time in New Orleans if we have to go to a second episode to talk about Naughty in New Orleans 2017. We did have a really, really good time in Naughty in New Orleans 2017. <laughs> I think we also just kind of talked a lot last time, too, because we were having a really good time on the last podcast. But you're right. Um, we had a really, really good time had a lot to talk about and we only covered about half in our last podcast which i don't think you've even heard the podcast yet but it went about an hour and a half holy cow and our target's usually about an hour so hopefully people made it all the way through well we do like to talk we do like to talk <laughs> so this is our second part of our naughty new orleans 2017 uh, recap Adventures, <laughs> and we're going to talk tonight, last podcast. If you haven't listened to that one, the previous one was episode 15, Naughty New Orleans 2017, part one. This is episode 16, Naughty in New Orleans 2017, part two. And last time we talked about Monday through Thursday, today, and we had some really good times, and today we're going to talk about Friday through Sunday, because we did stay through Sunday. We did. With that. Today is Sunday, July 23rd, 2017, and you are listening to Two or More to Tango. Call Thursday, we had a really, really, really good time with a couple that we consider good friends, Paul and Danielle, right? I got them right. I think that's their names. Well, it's not their names. <laughs> no, but that's their names. That's what we call each other. Well, we don't call each other that because that'd get really confusing. Hey, Paul, which one of us? No, we call them Paul and Danielle. Anyhow. Anyhow, we had a really, really good time with them, and I think we ended with them uh, leaving the room and us we went to the pool and came back you frowning scowling. I don't remember going yeah. to well, the you'll pool ha- you'll but... have to go listen to that podcast <laughs> okay <laughs> but we went to the pool kind of checked things out and we came back to the room three or four o'clock whatever and, and pretty well passed out so Friday was a Really, really, really good day. Friday, I think, was the only day where we had a bunch of podcast stuff that we did. We worked on Friday. Well, we worked I'd, for you, our know. listeners. Yeah, right. <laughs> I would hardly call it work. It was not work. We had a good time. We. Uh, so what did we do? Well. Podcast-wise. I'm looking at our notes so I can remember. I remember. I think that. We, I think one of the things that kind of set the stage, and our our timing is going to be a little bit 
off because we don't really look at our watches a whole bunch. But we had two or three recording things, and I'm probably not going to get them in the right order. I don't remember what happened when. So I think let's just talk about the podcast stuff that we did, and then we can go back in time and go through the play stuff. How about that? Okay. (laughs) You've got that look. It's like, okay, what did you say? (laughs) Yeah. So uh, from a recording, uh, from a recording, from a podcast point of view, we were doing something. I don't remember what it was. Uh, we actually we were at a, one of the bar events, and Friday had the beach was the later afternoon one, and then there was another one that was earlier in the day that started around noon or so. Yeah, they typically start about then. Um, was that the? That must have been Urban Cowboy. Which was the one where Urban? You mean Bourbon Cowboy? Yeah, Urban Cowboy. We went and saw John Travolta. (laughs) Bourbon Cowboy. That's the one where Jay, not Jay, Angie was riding the bull, right? No, that was at. That was later. That was on Saturday, I think. That was Saturday. So who knows what bar we were at? But clearly, we were drinking. And what were we drinking, Mr. Tango? Well, what are we drinking tonight? Tonight we are drinking Moscow Mules made with Tito's Tito's vodka. vodka. And we kind of we drank a lot of vodka tonics because it was really hot. They're really fresh. Kind of one of our tricks that we've learned is that one of us will hold like just a club soda Mm -hmm. and a big cup, and the other one will have on those really large cups like they give you with a vodka tonic in it. So we would we would. Share the vodka tonic. And, and share drink. the club soda. And that kept us from getting dehydrated. This may be the first year neither one of us got completely dehydrated. So we were at the earlier bar event, and we got a text. We did. Um, Holly and Well, Mike- thank you for confirming that. <laughs> <laughs> Holly and Michael and... For the life of me, I cannot remember what the name of their podcast is. Is it just Holly and Michael? Swing Time. Swing Time. Um, Swing Time. With Holly and Michael. Um, No, that's probably not their music. Not Benny Goodman's swing music? No. No. Okay. It would be cool. Anybody could recognize what that is. Anyhow. Oh, that would be a good kind of theme music, wouldn't it? If you had a swinger (laughs) podcast, you could play swing music. This is why the last podcast lasted so long. (laughs) Anyhow, anyhow, go ahead. Um, we got a text from Holly Mac, Holly and <laughs> Holly. And I love Moscow Mules. <laughs> They've got a kick. <laughs> oh, you're awful. Go ahead. Um, Holly and Michael texted us asking if the, we would like to join them, along with some other podcasters, for a um a live. Recording of their show. Um, it was streamed live that afternoon. Mm-hmm. So if you happen to have seen it, um, you saw the backs of our heads. Yeah, they were they were really good about making sure that the people who could not be identified. seen or identified were not. And then Jay and Angie were there, and of course they're very out with their podcasts. So they were there. They were on camera. So they recorded it. And had it going live as they recorded it. And then they have a podcast. If you go to Swing Time, just look up Holly and Michael Swing Time and look at their podcast. You'll find 
the recording of the podcast? Uh, it was really fun. There were um, several podcasters, the owners of Colette's. John and Jackie. And I can't remember their last names. Melfi. Melfi. They own um, Colette's in New Orleans, Dallas, and... Maybe Houston. Houston is the third one. Houston? It's either that or, two places. or Fairbanks, Alaska. <laughs> two places Probably in Texas. They, they we ha- know they own them in Dallas and New Orleans, and we can't remember the third one, but I think it's Houston, because I think Jane Angie talked about the opening of that one. They they bring a completely different take on the lifestyle, and it was just really interesting to hear everyone's comments and the, conversation. The, the people around the table, uh, it started out pretty much us and Jay and Angie. And, and Holly and, and Michael. And Holly and Michael, of course. And then we drew a crowd. <laughs> well, I'm sure he texted everybody and they all came know, and we I just know. got there early. And Mr. and Mrs. Jones showed up from WeGotAThing.com and our really good friends, LG Fun. LG Fun, yeah, right. LG Fun showed up, our, our good friends from Las Vegas. Uh, what was the name of the gal that played piano? Jen? Jen Porter. Jen Porter, who was a pianist, and we talked about her, or we're going to talk about her tonight, actually, uh, who had a, a, a ribald. And the bald is very pertinent, and we'll talk about why. <laughs> uh, she, piano show, cocktail piano show. Go ahead. No, you. Okay. Uh, she showed up. She's a unicorn. She is into the BDSM thing. She's a pianist. She's a very gifted entertainer. I think that was pretty much it. Interesting thing. We're used to, to doing our podcast here while we drink, and we've already edited and thrown away three starts to this show. Today. The bad thing about live it's is live. you don't get to say, uh, Michael, could you stop that and let's rewind a little bit? And, for example, we're going around, and, he's, and Michael you know, said, so tell us, you know, what, 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 what's your uh, email? How can people get a tech? How can they contact you? And I said, oh, we're at um, Tango at uh, um, some email address that I can't remember right now. <laughs> it wasn't quite that bad. For the life of me, I couldn't remember our email address. And, of course, Michael's a pro. He's like, well, you're at Tourmore Tango, www.tourmortatango.com, et cetera. And now, to be fair, a lot of times when we're doing the end of our show, when it gets to our email address, because it's so freaking long, Tango at two or more to tango.com. I don't remember it either, but we can hit the edit button and go back. Number of the questions that they asked, and we, we basically went around the, we were just sitting in a bunch of chairs. They were sitting at a desk with their equipment. We're sitting in chairs around them. They got the camera focused over to where Jay and Angie could be seen and John and Jackie could be seen. And there were a lot of interesting questions, a number of topics, uh, such as that you, you touched on self-esteem and, and, an image in the lifestyle and how uh, how much more accepting people in the lifestyle are. Yeah, the Use I an think example. We, I think we we've told the story um, on our podcast of the woman from last year that was dancing on in a the streets. <laughs> um, 
in a go-go booth or on a bar. I don't remember yeah, exactly where she was. on stage in a bar. And, no, like on the bar. No, actually, she was on the stage. Anyhow, she was dancing. But this woman was in excess of 250 pounds. Oh, 300. And, um, but this woman was comfortable in her own skin. She was having a good time. Um, and completely naked. She was naked and, and she was enjoying it. And there was which another made, woman up there that looked kind of like a model that was also dancing. But she was someone who was embracing who she was, who she is. And she was cheered. Whereas in, in a, in a vanilla situation, that would not have been the case. She would have been jeered and booed off the stage. Yeah, we, we discussed just how accepting the lifestyle is. And like you said, if, if, if a woman her size got up on a stage, the DJ would not have embraced her even getting up there. The DJ probably would have tried to keep her from getting up there. If she'd gotten up there with a, somebody else that looked like a model, um, should have probably been booed. There'd been somebody, and we had a huge crowd. It wasn't like there were just five people out there. But there was a huge crowd. And there wasn't a single person in that crowd that wasn't cheering for her and and just really celebrating who she was. So we talked about some issues like that. We go listen to the podcast to hear all the things that we talked about. We talked about kind of the double standard about by males in the lifestyle when we talk about how accepting we are. We talked about a lot of things. Every once in a while, Michael would or Holly would turn and say, so when you're in this situation, how do you deal with so-and-so? And we kind of stared and went, uh, I think our default answer is always, uh, communication. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was a lot of fun. We had a great time and we took probably an hour, I think, doing I'm that. I, I think the whole thing, if you go look on, on Holly and Michael's Swing Time podcast, and look for the naughty in New Orleans one. I think it's about an hour. That was our first podcast uh, related, quote unquote, official thing that we had to do. I think uh, from there, didn't we go on to um, visit with the Unicorn Report? It, yeah. Again, I don't. I don't remember exactly the the order in which everything happened. But we got a text. I think at that pretty close thereabouts where Robin from the unicorn report asked if we could come up to their room. And there was you and her before we met them had had a brief exchange on Twitter. And one of the things that you talked about was you being so by and her, of course, being a unicorn and having been a unicorn, and she said what a lesbian before she was a unicorn, mm -hmm. has been with a lot of women. And there was the question that you two talked about as to whether everybody in the lifestyle, every woman in the lifestyle, feels like she's pressured to say she's bi, whether she is or not. And I think y'all had a pretty good discussion of that. We talked about, like Mr. Tango said, how women are kind of expected to say that they are bi or bi-curious. But you often get into the playtime with them, and she's really not that into the 
other woman, and she's just waiting to get to the quote-unquote main event. And so we discussed that a little bit. We went on to talk about um, some different sex toys and... Um, um, Strap-on. Yes. I couldn't remember what they were called. It was a very highly technical discussion on strap-ons. <laughs> Actually, it kind of was. It was. But it was, was kind of fun? funny because she's like, well, you know, with this one, you got to use all your Kegel muscles and sounded kind of like you got to keep your knees together and you got to spend all your time making sure it doesn't pop out. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was nobody's Kegels here. <laughs> And uh, speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, what to look for in a strap-on, even some recommendations uh, for a strap-on. Interestingly enough, you and Danielle. We talked about playing with one. Um, Danielle has one, right? She does. And we had talked about playing with one, and we might have to make a date with Danielle and Paul for the future uh, to giggle our way through that. (laughs) That could be kind of fun because neither one of you has any experience with it at all. Right. And at the worst, (laughs) it's going to be funny. And then we had an interview, and I'm sure I've got the order of these wrong, with Jay and Angie. No, you're shaking your head. We did have an interview with Jay and Angie. We did have an interview with Jay and Angie. And it was less an interview and more of a conversation. We just sat. Yeah, I, t- I started interviewing Jay at one point. And he goes, wait, <laughs> what are you doing? Are you interviewing me? <laughs> <laughs> we could have sat and talked with them. It, that was later in the day because we had to stop at one point or we would have just kept going because you had to go get painted. Yes. And you had to get painted around 7 o'clock mm-hmm. because the, the beach thing yep. started that night. But we, we, they came to our room and we just sat on the bed and just talked. And apparently, according to Angie's friends, I have very heavy pour hand because none of them could drink the rum and coke that we poured her. I do not remember that at all. I don't know that you ever heard that conversation. I did not hear that conversation at all. But. And I don't have a clue. Mrs. Tango pours you a good stiff drink. I don't have a clue what we talked about i assume that jay and angie and we i don't know if we said it averageswingers.com will release that recording unless it was just terribly sucky. <laughs> it, was, it was terrible but now i've listened to jay and angie they'll they'll release it <laughs> no we had a really nice conversation we, we had a great though. time it was nice mentioned it last podcast we we we've always known jay and angie and we've always gotten along really well with them, but I felt like we kind of stepped it up a level with those guys this year. Yeah. Now I, I'm looking at my notes. We also talked wait, with. The- wait, 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 wait. I'm, I'm I'm looking at my notes, and in my notes, there's a comment that Mrs. Tango said that Angie has great boobs. <laughs> well, yeah, duh. I just don't remember where that came into play. I but- don't remember why, but. She does. So since we're talking about Jane Angie, apparently Mrs. Tango thinks that Angie has great boobs. I concur, but I kind of yeah. like all boobs. Yeah, me too. So so Angie, that's just just a random throw out to you. You got great boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Squirrel. We did talk to one other couple, and I think it was the same afternoon. 
Oh, we did. We did. They were younger couple, which we had met earlier in the day. Do you remember what we what names they used? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Cleo and Nick. Oh, that's right. And I don't think we talked about the podcast forum, did we? We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, well, we had met them earlier in the day because well, that, that was after the podcast forum, right? Right. So let's start with podcast form and then go to that. Okay. Go ahead. Oh. So with all of this, one of the big parties is the beach. And we just had all this stuff going on. And so for the first time this year, we completely missed the party at the beach. Let's see. The podcast forum was at like 445, something like that. And we had a really good-sized panel of folks. We had ourselves... Average Swingers, Page and Pin from Swinger Diaries. We had... The Joneses from We Got a Thing. We had... Unicorn Report. And? There was a couple, and I cannot remember... John and Jackie. No, that was not John and oh, Jackie. Oh, it wasn't John and Jackie. Uh, David and Carol, somebody and Carol. Guys, I'm so sorry, I can't remember your names. We'll look it up, and we'll put it in the show notes. But they had, they actually have a Sirius XM show. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are way above our level. Yeah, they 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 do this for a living. Yeah, they and and so they are way we above our level. We make a dollar and a quarter. We don't make anything. We don't make. We lose money every time we do one of these. They come and take it from us. <laughs> we pay for everything, and we don't get any input. And no cash in, all cash out. And also, uh, to round out the, the yep. panel was Blissbringers. So that was John and his. Uh, partner in crime this naughty in new orleans mrs puppy and that was fun uh the we did not do the podcast panel last year we all sat we sat in two rows up on a stage and there was a lady who is an fm dj there in new orleans you're shaking your head no she is a is she tv no, she's she's on the radio, but she's a an attorney that has an attorney show, right? On a public access radio show. So she she's on the radio, and but she's also in the lifestyle. I didn't know she was in the lifestyle. Yeah, she talked about that. Therefore, she was much better spoken than Mrs. Tango and I. And she was—I mean, you could tell she was used to public speaking. She was used to interviewing people. And she moderated the whole thing. Just did a really, really nice job. And we had a pretty full room full of listeners. And a lot of good questions. Uh, one question, for example, was, you know, why are you, why are more of you not on Facebook? And, and we talked and Mr. Jones talked about some of the anonymity issues that you have with Facebook. For the two of us, if we used to have a Facebook page, and Facebook came to me and said, you cannot have a Facebook page that is two or more to tango. You have to use your real name and you have to show a government issued driver's license or something that shows the name you're going to use on your Facebook page. So that wiped that out and still haven't been able to delete it because they also won't let me log on until I show that, which I won't do. And until I log in on, I can't delete it and they won't delete it for me. Nobody really cares, but if you run across our Facebook profile... Don't leave any messages there, because we can't get them. Yeah, we, we can't get to it. So there were a number of issues. That was probably the most boring one that I just picked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
don't know, I don't know about you, but it is humbling to have a bunch of people out there and have so many of them come up to you, you know, both while you're in the panel and then come up to you afterwards and come up and say, Hey, we listen to you. We really enjoy listening to you guys. I don't think you guys understand that when you come up to us and you treat us like we're something kind of special because we've got the podcast, we're just as kind of starstruck meeting you as listeners. We are. Uh, we're amazed that anyone would ever listen to the two of us ramble on about this little hobby of ours. When we get an email or we meet folks there, and we mentioned the last time, we, we seem to meet a lot of people this time that are listeners. Like I said, we're, we're as impressed meeting you guys, at least, as, as you are meeting us. So that was a lot of fun. And there were there was a couple, and we'll do this really professional transition now, as opposed to the non-sequiturs that we normally do. Oh, yeah, we're good at that. What, non-sequiturs or professional transitions? No, non-sequiturs. Right. So one of the couples that was in the audience uh, that had some nice words to say and came up and talked to us, we headed back out onto Bourbon Street for something after this. Maybe to see if we could catch one of those parties. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember now. But we started to head down the street, and coming back the other way was a couple, Nick and Cleo. And, you know, we had our badges. They had seen us at the podcast forum. They had talked with us, so we stopped. We started chatting with them. I think Mrs. Tango asked them something like, you know, how's your naughty in New Orleans going? And they started to tell us some wonderful stories, and we said, wait, 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 wait. Could we interview you for the podcast? And they said, well, sure. And so we invited them up to our room. <laughs> that was the, Do that again. That was terrible. You, you got to develop a more wicked laugh than that. I, I'm sorry. That was really, really bad. I'm sorry. One more, no, you got to try it no, one more I'm, time. We're I'm not going to go any further. Nice. You're not nice. going to go any further. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Let be prudent. Anyway. We invited them up to our room, and um, we we poured drinks all around. And um, we, again, had a nice conversation with them for about an hour, and we just talked about this, that, and everything. We asked them about their experiences. We asked them about how long they've been lifestyle, not in New Orleans. I think it was their first not in New Orleans, right? Mm, yeah, I, I think, think so. I really think it was. They're relatively young, although I think everybody today seems relatively young to us. But I'm guessing they're in their Speak 30s. Speak for yourself, so. yeah, Mr. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess they're in their early, mid-30s, wouldn't you think? Well, they told us how old they are, so. Oh, all right. Well, I didn't pay attention to that. They've been in the lifestyle for a while and just had a very interesting perspective on things. It went directions we did not expect it to go. And this is kind of a teaser because I think the podcast, after we release this one, we're just going to release a special edition podcast that is our interview with them. Originally, when we interviewed them, I thought, well... We'll pull snippets. Yeah, we'll we'll do some snippets of that and put it in this one. But it was interesting enough. I think we're going to just post the whole thing. And we asked Nick and Cleo if they'd be cool with that. And they said, sure. We we do we did tell them that um, they could do their own podcast because they were very well-spoken and they, they don't ramble like we do. They and, really were. 
And they were a little bit the opposite of us. Truly. In that she did most of the talking. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. One of the things, just a little teaser, that we had we talked on our last podcast about going into the BDS room and some of the things we observed. And she mentioned that she had gone into one of the rooms where they have this cocoon kind of thing. She had tried that. And that's all the teaser you get until the next episode when we released the interview with them. But it was really, really interesting. Yeah. So we, we really enjoyed that. Nick, Cleo, can't wait to see you two again. That was a lot of fun. So I think that was the last interview podcasty kind of thing that we did that and, day. And uh, then off I went to get painted. Off you went to get painted. Now we're going to revert all the way back and tie the whole play pieces together. Around lunchtime, we went around the corner somewhere to eat. Oh, I, I remember. It was the one across from Acme. Is that Felix's? Felix's. Felix's. We really like Felix's a lot. And we were in there, and Mrs. Tango said, or maybe it was Acme. No, it, it was. It Doesn't was Acme because we were sitting up at the bar. I remember this really, really well because okay. I remember asking the guy about it, and he urged me to do it. And Mrs. Tango, you may recall, last Naughty New Orleans, I had my very first raw oyster. And it wasn't bad. I actually kind of liked it, but I wasn't ordering Not enough that he wanted to spend $30 for a plate of them. Well, I wouldn't have spent $30, but but I didn't want those in place of gumbo or jambalaya or some other thing. So for some reason, Mrs. Tango had her wild hair hat on that day. (laughs) And you're reaching up to your head. (laughs) And we were going into Acme. They had a little bit of a line. They said, would you be willing to sit at the bar? We said, that'd be a lot of fun. We sat at the bar. If you're ever going to Acme, it's a really, really famous place for oysters. And they have these these folks that are up there shucking the oysters at the bar. So they said, well, if you want to sit at the bar, you can get right in. You're not standing in line. So we said, sure. So we sat at the bar. Chatted with the gentlemen. Shuckers. <laughs> the shuckers. That's what they are. They're shuckers. That's not a bad term, really and truly. No. I'm just going to tell the story. <laughs> go ahead. No, you told the no, story. No, go ahead. I'm, I'm going to drink my Moscow Mule. Go for it. So we sat across the the counter from this gentleman, and he, he told wonderful stories and um, told us how he got to be doing this job. So we decided we were going to have... I was pointing to her empty Moscow Mule <laughs> cup, and she looked confused. Well, go ahead and tell your story, and then... Well, I don't remember where I am in the story now. <laughs> Are we to the oyster shooters or beyond the you oyster shooters? You just said we were, he was telling us stories. Okay. So we decided while we while we were ordering that we would try an oyster shooter. This was not a we. This it, was a you. Okay. You said, let's have oyster shooters. You were in rambunctious mode. So we had oyster shooters. And I was like, not- I don't know. I don't know. And the, and the shucker said, oh, yeah, you got to have them. Got to have them. So, and you talked me into it. It's. I'm assuming it was vodka. On it was top vodka. Of- I don't think it was Tito's, though. I think it's relatively probably Joe's vodka. Well, vodka. 
and it's an oyster, basically in a shot glass with vodka. And you just pop the whole thing back, and you eat your oyster and chew your vodka. I, yeah, that's right. No, you don't chew your vodka. You chew your vodka. You, with you chew oyster. your oyster and drink your vodka. Anyway, you pour the whole thing in your mouth and chew the the oyster up, and it's done. And it's done. <laughs> so we did that. It was good. There's a reason that I mentioned that, and. <laughs> If you go refresh drinks, I will tell why. Okay. Mrs. Tango is going to go pour some drinks, and I'm going to start the story after another quick drink of my Moscow Mule. And she's standing right here so she can look at me and throw things at me when I tell it wrong. So we had our... will. You will. So we had our oyster shooters, and we had a really nice meal. And we head back to the bar. And it... I can't remember times, but let's just say it was one or two o'clock in the afternoon. And as you recall from our last show, we had met R&A in the ballroom one night as we were just walking through. And we hit it off with them, had a good time chatting with them, and had hoped that we would meet up with them later. So we go back into the hotel lobby. And you walk right past the hotel bar when you go into the lobby. They were sitting at a table that's near the edge. If you've been to Naughty New Orleans, you know what I'm talking about. It's kind of toward the edge of the bar. The one side is a bench up against kind of a wall, and then the other side is just some chairs. So Mrs. Tango slid into the bench and sat next to A, the female of R&A, and I sat next to R. And the four of us just started chatting. And we were talking about all the kind of stuff that you talk about with people when you're down there and not in New Orleans. And I'm talking with, with R about who knows some kind of guy stuff. And I turn and look and Mrs. Tango and A are making out. In the hotel bar. You know, I think this might be a pattern with me. This was Where's my, our, where's my drink stick? Our, go get what, my drink stick. I cannot drink my Moscow Mule without my drink stick. Without, you talk, I'll go get my drink stick. You're strong. Yes. <laughs> a drink stick sounds much more manly than a Oh my gosh. It's a, it is a copper drink stick. It is not a mere straw. Straws have bendies in them. Okay. This is a manly straw. You couldn't bend it if you tried. Well, I don't want to try. Anyway, so I, we're, Mr., uh, not Mr., R and I look over and you two are making out right there in the hotel bar. We are. In a pretty full lobby and bar. So my first question, because we haven't really talked about this, you notice my voice is getting higher because this is really hot. <laughs> How did the two of you just sitting with each other in the middle of the afternoon? I don't know. It just I happened. I know then. Oyster shooters. <laughs> it was the oyster shooters. I think it's from now on, we're keeping oysters around. <laughs> okay. I think... Our new tradition is oyster shooters. Because we had oyster shooters. Next thing you know, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, you're in the bar making out with A. 
So what happened? I mean, how in the world did you go from the four I, of us talking? I literally do not know how it started. Um, it just did. And um, this is it wasn't like we had spent a lot of time talking with them, asking if they wanted to play. This is really the first time we had talked with them after seeing them and meeting them in the ballroom a few nights before. Yeah. Well, these this 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 woman, holy moly, holy moly, indeed, she oozes sensuality. It was it was interesting because she a comes across very soft spoken, very kind of laid back, which is kind of sexy in itself anyway, but. There was a look on her face and your face when you two started making out there in the bar. And it was like the rest of the world didn't exist. Yeah. I've been thrown out of bars almost for that before. I don't, you've never done quite this in a bar. No. And you two started making out and it wasn't. You know, if you've ever been to a bar and two women start making out and it's kind of a giggly poser kind of thing, this was absolute hot sex. This was the two of you just really, really, really getting into each other. And at one point, you had your hands up each other's tops. And at one point, you had pulled each other's tops away from each other. And you were sucking and licking on each other's nipples. It's hard to turn heads in a hotel where everybody that is there are swingers to where people walk around. You see women very commonly walking around in the, in the lobby topless or topless with barely anything on at all. And it really doesn't turn a lot of heads other than you look and kind of go, oh, that's cool. But there were people walking through the bar, and you two were just exuding such heat that everybody kind of had their mouths open. And I know that <laughs> that her husband, R, and I were kind of looking and looking at each other. And he looked at me, and he said something like, we're two damn lucky guys, aren't we? <laughs> and you guys, I think if if we hadn't said something, I think you guys could have just sat there and done that for a little for, while, for hours, for a little while, yeah. And at some point, we said, "Okay, we're going to have to." We did have to be somewhere. Be somewhere. I, I actually, you guys were so getting into it. I was a little worried that the. Uh, the bartender or somebody was going to come over and say, okay, you just can't do that. But I don't think they wanted you to stop either. (laughs) That then led to us making a date with them for the evening. And I don't think either one of us could wait. (laughs) I know that you and I were really excited for the evening to come. Right. So now we fast forward. We did. We we had that, and then we did all the podcasty things that we talked about. And then I went to get painted, and that was a lot of fun. It's a whole different kind of sensual. Talk about that. I'm going to go get her business card so I can mention who she is. Okay. Um, we had made an appointment with the painter that was hired for the event, and. <clears throat> She, we had seen her work, uh, previously through the week 
she she was she's a talented artist and uh she had a partner with her we went i went in with a um with the skirt or or a sarong that i was going to what are you doing keep talking <laughs> stop I can't talk if you do that. What am I doing? <laughs> You're playing with my nipples. <laughs> oh yeah, we're on we're on audio. People can't see. Um, <laughs> stop. um Go ahead. I don't know where I was. Getting um, I had um headphones back on. I had a sarong that I had brought to wear on the bottom half of me. And uh she I said, This is what I'm wearing, make it match. And she did. She started with a, I had a, a base coat, uh, where they took a, a paint roller. And, she, she literally did have a roller. Yeah, it was a paint roller and they rolled on a, a base of latex paint. And, uh, the technical out there. And then they did a spray of a background color and then I'm sure Mr. Tango will, will post photos of. If you that. look on our Twitter account, and you look at when we were posting during Naughty New Orleans, I posted a photo of her after she was painted, obviously head down. It, was that a signal or you just had no, an itch? I had an itch. <laughs> okay. She was, she was doing her finger across her neck like, don't talk about that. Don't talk about that. And I think she actually just had an itch. <laughs> I just had an itch. People get itches. So anyway, who was she? Uh, this woman's name is Christina and she can be. I, I will put her information in the show notes. Okay. Then uh, I won't go, why don't you go ahead and put her email address? So. Okay. Her e- email is Christina underscore. Spell Christina. C H R I S T I N A underscore B A B I N at yahoo.com. Yahoo. She was amazing. Oh, she was. Because like you said, you, you took your sarong, which is very colorful, and just said, we're going to trust you. Make it match. Somebody later in the evening was looking at me across the room and then came up and then he touched my stomach and he says, oh, I thought that was fabric. <laughs> yeah, she really blended from, you know, the body into the sarong. She had kind of a little, uh, wasn't a rainbow, but it was kind of a little striped from your shoulder down to your nipple. Oh, there, yeah. Well, in the sarong, there's a, there's a rainbow. And that matched those colors. And it was just a, a beach scene with palm, palm trees, trees and, and coconuts, et cetera. And, and, and so some dangly jewelry. So that was your beach, beach attire costume, which was very cool. We'll have to do that again next year. So she was also, if you're interested in, in having her paint you, if you're in an event where she is, or if you're not in New Orleans next year, I will just tell you, based on what we paid a long time ago in Key West when you got painted, the only other time you've been painted, way before we were in the lifestyle, what she quoted to do, and it must have taken 30 minutes, Yeah, multiple layers, uh, what she charged was, I thought, extremely inexpensive for the work that she did and she was very very meticulous she just very very detailed every time you thought she was done she would just add one more detail i will say this later in the evening 
it, yes. it, it took longer to take it off in the shower than it did to put it on. I, w- I, I will. Got, I got pruny in the shower. I will do some foreshadowing after we played that we're going to talk about here in a minute. What was funny is, you know what? I'm just going to leave that. Remind me to come back to that when we get to the end of the play that we had. Okay. So my mind is kind of a blur because honestly, after watching you two make out, everything else to me was, okay, at what point can we get together with them and let you two pick up where you left off in a room? Well, we were in the ballroom with the other party goers and we we aren't really dancers and so the hey, dis- speak for yourself and so the so the disco you don't see any disco in here yeah so the we, we aren't really disco. dancers we met in a disco don't i know we did we're not dancers go ahead so we uh went and found a and r and said hey we're we're going to go down to the piano bar where uh, Jen Porter is the woman we had met earlier at the, um, what's it called? Podcaster roundtable. Actually, no, we met her no, with Michael and Holly. With Michael and Holly, you're right. And, and we, we wanted to go see her anyway because we'd met her. And, and she was funny. And chatted with her when we were with Michael and Holly. And she was so funny that it, it really wasn't a matter of not being able to dance because I take great offense at that. But, but in all seriousness, we had, had chatted with her, and we just wanted to see her show. So she has a show. She does cruise ships and, and things. We just walked down. It, it was also a lot easier to talk. The room's quieter. It is. And so we, we had gone back and forth from the ballroom to down there, and we just sat and chatted with them in that room. And like I said, she I think in the previous podcast, when I say she has a – Rebald, ribald, body, body, body. Oh, Re- body, not body, not body. Well, she has a body. Too. She had a bald body too, because <laughs> <laughs> she was sitting there bottomless when she was playing. It took a while. I'm, I was looking up there where she was playing piano and doing her stuff, and she just had a t-shirt on. And I looked, and it was like I don't think she t-shirt. has anything on below the below, waist, and she didn't. Nobody really cares about all that. No, they don't. At one point, you were chatting with A, who you had been making out with, and you guys obviously had a major connection. And you finally said, we're going to go upstairs now. And I was like, yippee. And R was looking at me. And if it had not been, you know, if you're you're at a swinger convention, you want to be cool. Got to stay cool, right? Got to be cool. Had it not been for that, would have probably given each other big high fives and jumped up and down. <laughs> so we went upstairs. And as we talk about the play, we'll kind of probably, you were, let, let me just start. This was a girl, girl night. For the most part. It, it was. It was a girl, girl night. The last 10%. The believe I mean, at the end you took care of the two guys, but this was not a two couple play. This was you and her and a girl all night. And R and I had 
no problem with that at all. I talked with him. The two of us could not wait to watch the two of you that we had seen in the hotel with each other. You guys were so into each other that we couldn't wait for you guys to go. I, I just want to say thank you for letting me be in the room with her, <laughs> with you two. So and we got so to the room. I'll let you take it from there and I'll and, just, anything you couldn't see, I'll and, jump in. And, you know, a lot of it is a blur. A lot of it. It is imprinted in my I brain. You saw it from a different angle. I mean, if I could have, yeah, it is imprinted in my brain. But go ahead. Uh, Mr. Tango and I typically have a hard time transitioning from walking in the door to getting to the actual play part when we're with another couple. We did not have that issue this time. A and I got on the bed and we chit-chatted for a few minutes, but very quickly we... You know what you were there for. We knew what we were there for. Um, And I think we might be getting better at that. I don't know. Maybe it was just them. I don't think it's as, I don't think it's quite as challenging as you make it out, but there, there always is that. <laughs> the way we, we've talked about this before, the way we typically play is, and this is T and other woman talk, and they talk about soft swap, hard swap, or full swap. What are all the rules? And then we go up and play. And typically the way we always start is Mrs. T and other woman are sitting in the bed on the bed. The two guys are sitting on the edge of the bed or in the chairs and the two women start to play and they play. And that's how we get into it. And there's usually some chit chatting at one point. Usually, you guys get tagged in. Well, I was going to say at one point, usually the two of you just kind of look at each other and start playing in this case. And I, and I didn't sense like the previous night. With uh, Paul and Danielle, I did not sense that there was any issue. No, I, th- I think we were cool. Play. We were cool with that. On this night, it was really clear the two of you had started something, and you could not wait to keep going. So people would much rather hear from you what happened. For well, me. shut up then. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't throw it over to me. <laughs> Go for it. So we started kissing each other and and licking and sucking and. Um, I think I probably went down on her first. True. And, um, you two made out for a long time. We did. We did. And you explored each other's bodies for a long time. And uh, I went down on her, and I actually couldn't tell whether she could she had come or not because she was she, she was not vocal. Um, not at that point. Uh, <laughs> uh, and so I didn't know if she had come or not. Yeah. But um, we had a we had a good time. Yeah, I had a good time. So from where I was sitting, you're right. She wasn't making a lot of noise, but you could tell from where I was sitting as you were going down on her. You know her facial expression, the fact that she ripped holes in our in our pillowcases with her fingernails. Uh, yeah, she she had a huge her first one, her first huge orgasm. Yeah, and then we switched places. She reciprocated, and oh, I'm tingly. Do most women know what they're doing? I mean, I, I assume that that uh, Danielle did because you had a really big orgasm with her. I think that yeah, because we know what we like. 
and we know what drives us nuts, and we don't want that. And in this case, you know, she went down on you. In this case, from where he and I were sitting, you guys were were so in. You guys were so into each other that it was just it was just a flow. I'm not sure that we knew you were there. Oh, you didn't any more than you did when you were on the the bench in the bar. You could just tell with the two of you there the world disappeared. It was just the two of you. Mm-hmm. And so what well, yeah, when she went down on you, obviously you make a little bit you don't make a lot more noise, but you made enough noise that well, I know you. And we did that for oh, a good long while. The two of you played and for then probably we, 20, 30 minutes, just making out, enjoying each other's body, going down on each other at least once or twice each. Mm-hmm. And then she positioned herself. Um, oh, this is the first. Yeah. I, this has never happened to me before with the with the tribbing. But it was on your list. It was on my list. Yay, me. So, so remind me where you were, where I was, she was. I was on the bottom. I, was I can see your hands, and it still doesn't illustrate anything more. <laughs> I was on the bottom, and she was on top of me. And she she was not shy about what she wanted. No, she was not. Uh, this is a woman who likes uh, being in control of her sexual needs. Okay, as we talk about this, I want to call them. I want to drive to where they live tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, There's two couples. I want to go visit them right now. You know what? I don't think they're that far from each other. Uh, maybe a little bit, but. And I think the six of us, we would just die. Yeah. <laughs> Happy. Shrivel, shrivel the up. Six of us Anyhow. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, we, she got into the position, um, on top of me for tribbing and. Explain what tribbing is that people don't know. It's clit to clit. Pussy to pussy. I can't um, see your hands. No, I can't see my hands. You shouldn't use your hands anyway. Because they're not hands. And uh, <laughs> the look on Mrs. D's face is it's basically rubbing your clits together. And um, but she was on top of you. And she was, oh, she kind of legs. Scissored. I can't see my fingers either. <laughs> scissored. But if you can see my fingers, you can see these two and these two are their legs. And they're kind of scissored together. Go Google it yeah. if you don't know what it yeah. is. So you guys are basically scissoring, and she was on top of you. Right. She did not the, – the the thing that was really hot for both of you, neither one of you were passive. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, I, I know you weren't because I was watching. We just we just had a really good time with so that. So she was tripping. We were tripping. Well, doesn't matter. I mean, she jumped on top and started that. Yeah. How many times did she orgasm doing that? I have no idea. This this woman was incredibly orgasmic. Yeah. And so R is a lucky man. She must have orgasmed a couple of just times doing that twice. The one thing I noticed about her, which is really unusual in our experience, is an orgasm did not slow her down at all all no i mean she was ready to go she just wanted okay i've had one now it's time for the next one yep. so y'all did that and then what we collapsed into a heap yeah 
And we laid there for a little bit. It was a very hot heat, by the way. (laughs) We laid there for a little bit. And Mr. A and I were looking at each other. Well, that sounded really bad. (laughs) Mr. A and I, no, I'm sorry, Mr. R and I, we were, we really were not staring at each other this whole time. (laughs) We were, we were watching them. But every once in a while, we looked at each other with the look of two men that have incredibly hot, sexy wives and just kind of exchange that look of, aren't we the luckiest two men ever? So as we finished, we discussed. Yeah, you both kind of plopped on your back. Yeah. We had talked about earlier uh, when we first met them if she would like to play on the Sibian because – you know, we travel with the Sibian. And she said, yes, she would like and to try And she'd never it. been on one. She'd never been on one. You introduced two women to the Sibian this trip. I did. It is my best tool in my tool bag. In your seduction bag? It is. You did not need the Sibian for either one of these ladies. Mm-hmm. But. But we uh, positioned everybody I like we normally. I don't remember how long it took for you guys to. I don't think it took that long for you mm-hmm. all to recover mm-hmm. and jump on that thing. Well, only she jumped on it. Uh, we, we positioned R in a chair behind the Sibian and A got on the Sibian and we used the, the larger dildo attachment. No, we used the normal one. No, I think we have the, had the bigger one. We've never switched it. I promise. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. And, uh, we played with, um, we put her on that and, because I'm a giver. <laughs> you enjoy this. I do. I do. Even though she's the one that's that's having the amazing orgasms, I could tell with both Danielle and with A that you really, really enjoy kissing and lipping, lipping, licking on their nipples, making out with them. And you really enjoy how hot they get. I do. I do. It's, you've got a very hot woman, very turned on uh-huh. in your arms. Yep. So, uh, she is on this, on the Sibian and R is running the controls. And we like to do that because your partner. We talked about this in the last one. Your partner too. is, he knows your, he knows how your body works. He knows when you're almost to the point of orgasm. He knows how to, how to tease you to keep you right at the edge. But he also knows when it's time to ramp it up and take you over that edge. And, um, R did not disappoint. He was, he, he was, uh, he was yeah. masterful. You know, Paul who we talked about last podcast. Mm-hmm. He did the same thing. I, I got to tell you, Paul, normally when a guy runs that thing, he has a little bit of a challenge as to how to get her right to the edge, bring it down, get her to the edge, bring it down. You know Danielle really well because you were expert. And R was the same way here. He got her right to the edge and back, right to the edge and back. It helps that you're making out with her when she's on there and sucking on her nipples the whole nine yards and then there and and she's so sensual anyway and then there was a point where she just went kablooey 
And she had an explosive orgasm. Now, this is normally where you hug on her, kiss her. We help she her She collapses, and it's over. <clears throat> However, that's not what happened. Holy. I think <laughs> I was surprised. I assume you were surprised. I was surprised. Um because she didn't collapse. And she didn't get off. No, she got off. <laughs> oh, she got off. There's no doubt about she that. She did not remove herself from the device. And he, he must know her well. Because he kept going. He, he, he pulled it all the way back. And so you've got a rotator. And you got a vibrator. How's that? I'm my own Foley artist here. And he starts cranking it back up. And everybody, including Mrs. T, and we talked about Danielle the night before. When you have an orgasm on the Sibian, to quote Danielle, you're done. When you're done, you're done. You are done. That's been my experience. He starts to crank it back up. And... She gets into it again. And she, he teased her again like he did before. And you did too. And I did too. And he took it up just a little bit and she had another orgasm. This went on and on. How many orgasms did she have on that? I don't know. I I lost count. Um, I, I really don't know. It was, I, for all the times we have played with the Sibian with other people, so I don't know if Sibian has a Hall of Fame, but if they do, she needs to be on there. Uh, you, every other woman that's ever played on there, and we've had a number of women that have been on there, have been a lot more like um, Danielle. When you have an orgasm, and, and you, and most, when you have an orgasm on the Sibian, we have it. We we have a a two level house. And if we have the Sibian on the level that's different from the bedroom, we just have to lay there for a while until you get your legs under you. Honey, put on Fallon. Or whatever. <laughs> and we talked about last podcast how Danielle had the normal, yeah, I, I can't walk. In fact, we talked to her the next day, and she said my legs are still weak. Wobbly. This woman, she went. She, we're going to call her Bunny, because she was like the Energizer Bunny. She kept going and, and going, going and going. going. So I don't know how many orgasms she had, but finally we got to a point where, okay, that's it. But was that it? That was not it. <laughs> Holy crap. So we helped her off the Sibian and onto the bed where I joined her. I don't, I don't remember how we got from that point to the end point. Well, I, you two got back on the bed. I think that R and I assumed we were done after orgasm after orgasm after orgasm that everybody, that you guys were done. I, uh, frankly, I was sitting there thinking the two of you are just completely wiped out. And I'm fine with that. 
and I looked over at him and I think, I think that we knew that the night was about the two of you. And we were really, really cool with that because it is to have two women that are two are so sensually into each other is just the hottest thing ever. And I think we were both cool with, you know, if the two of them go back and they f- finish in their room and if you and I finish, that would be completely fine. And the two of you got back on the bed. And the next thing you know, the two of you are playing with each other again. It must be great to be a woman. Because <laughs> I will just say as a guy, I could not have six, seven, eight orgasms and then say, oh, let's keep going. And if any of you listeners are out there and are disappointed by that, just know I'm not going to have seven orgasms if you play with us. You two got back on the bed and started playing again. We did. And at some point, we invited you and R to join us. Which we were very grateful for. <laughs> again, the night was, this was a girl-girl night. I mean, no no doubt. This was a girl-girl night, and we were completely good with that. But I think the two of you realized that, that he and I were so incredibly turned on that you said, okay, you guys get up there, get up here, and let us basically get you two off. So you started going down, and they were soft swap. They were. Which, this is a wonderful example of how soft swap can it's be really hot. just really, really, really hot. We don't care if you're soft swap, soft swap. I said that twice. Soft swap, hard swap. We don't care. Full swap. It's all sex. It's all sex. It's all amazing. So you invited the two of us to get up on the bed, and we did. And she went down on me, and you went down on him, and she was going down on me. And I was so turned on that I'm thinking, this is not going to last very long. Honestly, this woman that has been doing this with you this whole night, Sucking my cock. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to last five minutes here. And I asked her, I said, where do you want me to come? And she basically said on my tits. And at one point I pulled out, I started to come on her tits. Didn't she started sucking my cock again. And I realized I don't know that I'm going to trust myself on the timing, on the ability to judge when I'm going to come and not come in her mouth. But I wanted to respect the fact that that's where she asked me to do it. Mm -hmm. And so I said, would you mind if I come inside my wife to finish? And she gave me a wonderful smile, which is another reason why I just think she's the coolest person ever. Thank other, you. Other than you. <laughs> like you didn't let me say that. Other than you. Okay. Okay. And she just had this wicked little grin. She completely understood. You were going down on him. You were a little bit off the bed. I think you were standing off, I was the, standing off up. the edge of the bed. And you were going down on him. So I came uh, behind you, and I entered you from behind when you were going down on him. We were at a funny One of the angle. things that was really cool that we, you and I haven't talked about both nights, uh, 
Hmm. You and I are so in tune with each other. There was a little bottle of lube that we had, and you would look at me while you're going down on somebody or doing whatever, and all you had to do was give me that look, and I knew, hand her the lube. So you were doing that with him. I have never met anybody ever in all the play that we've had that is as good orally as Mrs. Tango is. She sets the standard for oral sex. There's nobody that's even come close. And she has mad skills with a Z on the end. (laughs) (laughs) And at one point, you kind of looked over at me, and I knew you wanted me to hand you the lube. Because we play enough together. I know your, your techniques. So I, you never took your eyes off of him. I kind of reached over. You pulled your hand out. I gave you a lube. And you started doing your hand. You can't see my hands doing my thing here. It's a hand-mouth combo. And it was a hand-mouth thing with the lube. And he just went kablooey. The one thing I, I do think was very cool was she had asked, I had asked her, where do you want me to to come? And she said, on my tits. And then at one point I said, I just don't trust myself. So I, I asked if I could finish in you. And she was very cool with that. So she she moved up near his head, like real head, not head of his cock. <laughs> you, you had that pretty well covered. And before you, when it was, pretty certain that he was going to come. I think he asked you and you said, you can come in my mouth and you looked at her and said, is that okay? And she got a grin and she said, absolutely. But I think it's very cool that you asked her that she said, okay, you did your thing with the lube and the mouth and everything else. And he just went kablooey. It was funny because I don't know if you remember this, but after he came he gave you a look and he said with your real name he said mrs tango where in the hell did that lube come from (laughs) it was really clear that he really really enjoyed your technique and frankly he didn't last five minutes i don't know how long you thought you were going down on him but yeah time doesn't it's kind of relativity and and big bang theory kind of stuff but but big bang you, you, yeah you lose you lose track of time but it, it probably wasn't five ten minutes at the most and your technique just got him off big time mm-hmm. and he came and he looked and he's like where in the hell did that loop come from and you just kind of had that little wicked smile on your face <laughs> we all laid there in a massive sexually sated puddle how's that for a turn of phrase a good time was had by all. They left. I don't think we said, let's go to the pool at that point. Uh, no, we did not. And we thought, if we were to go home tomorrow. We've had a good week. We've had an amazing week. But wait, there's Between more. Between the Wednesday night kind of random encounter with the, the two females and the guy in the group room. Between the amazing night that we had with people that we really consider good friends now, Paul and Danielle, between this amazing, mainly girl-girl night with R&A, 
we basically said this has been we could go home tomorrow and be happy. But wait. There's more. So Saturday. Saturday. We got up, had coffee, had some breakfast. A little bit tired. A little bit tired. Mr. Tango was really tired. <laughs> you know how tired we were? How tired were we? How tired were we? I put on sandals. And at one point, you looked down at them. And they were on the wrong feet. And they were on the wrong feet. <laughs> My sandals were on the wrong feet. And that alone should tell you the kind of week that we had. I can't remember a naughty in New Orleans where we basically couldn't dress ourselves because we were having such a good time. <laughs> I don't remember what we did on Saturday. We 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 chatted oh. with people. Go ahead. We went to one of the bar takeovers. We did go to one. Um, oh, Janie, uh, Jay, uh, Angie on the horse. On the, you got to talk about that. We went to um, whatever Saturday's one of the bars. bar takeover was, and we had um, we were hanging out with people we knew. Angie, if we get this wrong in terms of what day it is, we apologize. Just let us make it up as we go. <laughs> but we were with. Ready to jam. And I love ready to jam. There's they are so fun. People. And Danielle and Paul again. Yep. And Jay and Angie. A lot of people. We were with John and Allie. And who knows? But just boatloads of people. Oh. And you yes. had on what nipple jewelry? I wore uh, this day some fun nipple jewelry because it was the last. It was the last uh, day of our our event. So describe the nipple jewelry. M- Mrs. T has pierced nipples, duh. And for this week, she brought a lot of nipple jewelry. So you say for Ms. Saturday. And Mr. Tango had, had bought me several new pairs of. Jewelries. <laughs> earrings is the wrong word. Nipple jewelry. Nipple jewelry. So we found these really goofy, really fun ice cream cones. With your nipple sticking out the middle. It was, a, it was a nipple shield. And what did the ice cream cones say? They said, lick me. Did people? Yes. It was an invitation. Did you enjoy that? I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was very fun. So we wandered around with those, went to the bar takeovers. And at one of the bars, they had the, uh, the, the mechanical bull, bull. The mechanical bull. It was it was kind of interesting because Jay kept. I think Jay was like, eh, "I don't know if I want you to do that or not." So I, I big crowds like you have on Saturday. I, I pulled Jay. I'm not Jay. Angie. She had a friend, and I said, "I will pay if you will ride the mechanical bull." So Angie and her friend got on the bull. Angie, I don't know if you know this, but I paid the guy that was running the bull double what their normal fee is. And I said, I want them on that for a long time. Cause normally he runs that thing. There's a point at which he knows what he's doing. He can, he can Make toss you guys tossed off. off. So I said, I want them to ride a long time. So, so Jay, uh, Jay, <laughs> I keep saying Jay, Angie took her top off. The other gal took her top off. Angie was actually pretty damn good at riding that thing. And the, well, I, Go ahead. What are you going to say? This sounds like a joke. No, she is a Texan. <laughs> she, oh, that's right. And they're open. We can say yeah, that. I had to think. Okay, yeah, you had to think. To can that. we say that? Yeah, there. She's a Texan. 
and they rode that thing. It was fun. It was hot. It was sexy. And her and her friend rode the bull. For quite a long time. A long time. And even after they got tossed off. They put her back on. They put her back on. That was a lot of fun. And let me just reiterate what Mrs. Tango says. Angie. You've got great boots. You got great boots, babe. You really have great boots, babe. So we, we had a great time in the afternoon. Honestly, after the rest of the week that we had had, Mrs. Tango and I had kind of decided. We were going to leave the evening for just the two of us. We had not played just the two of us. As you recall from previous episode, episode 15, we had said we were going to play with We, we like to play with each other one night with each other by ourselves normally that saturday night because then we've had the full week it's been sexy it's been fun and we just want to reserve one night just for the two of us just to enjoy the two of us now we normally do that in the group room because we just like being in the company of a lot of other people enjoying themselves and that feeds my exhibitionist side and it's just a very sexy environment let's just jump to that night we spent a lot of time talking with a lot of other couples. We we spent some time talking with uh, Paul and Danielle again. They had some plans for that night. Well, that was Mardi Gras night, right? Yes, it was. Yeah, Saturday night is always Mardi Gras night. So we spent a lot of time. Saturday Saturday afternoon tonight, a little bittersweet because you kind of know this is the last time you're going to see everybody. But I think I mentioned on the interview with, with Nick and Cleo Bittersweet chocolate's my favorite chocolate. <laughs> we had a great time. We talked to all the people, uh, LNG from Las Vegas, who we just consider incredible friends. And just to reiterate, re, to reiterate, you make a lot of friends. It doesn't matter whether you play with couples or not. You make a lot of great friends. And one of the things that we really enjoy about Naughty in New Orleans. It's just reconnecting with people that have become very, very close friends. So you're reconnecting with all of them. You know the next morning everybody's going to be leaving. We'll talk about that in a minute. We had a really, really fun, enjoyable evening. Mrs. Tango looked really hot in her Mardi Gras outfit. Mr. Tango was quite dapper in his suit and tie. We have some really good masks, too. We do. So basically that night, we talked to a lot of people. We don't know if we're going to see them the next day before they check out. And then the two of us decided it's Saturday night. Let's go to the playroom a little bit early because you can't go to Colette's free that night. Let's just go. Now, early in Naughty New Orleans is like midnight. Yeah, we went about 1130. We were at 1130 midnight. And you still in the group room, you have to kind of walk around and find a place. But we were very fortunate that that we found a place. Now, what's the most important thing in the group room? Location, 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 location. location. So we found a spot there. The beds next to the spot that we found, there were how many couples? There 20, was, 30 and like that one bed. <laughs> there was a, um, a three mattress uh, group of people. Yeah, there were a lot of there. There were several couples that were having their own little orgy, and we thought they would be fun to watch. That would be a fun place to pick a mattress next to and play. Now we we had no intention of playing with them. Yeah, we we had no expectation that like that something was going to happen like it did 
Wednesday night, I guess it was. Right. And w- indeed, we did not play with this couple. This group and we of did not play with that big group of people, although they kind of looked over it. It's not in New Orleans. They looked over, they waved, they said, hey, everybody's friendly with each other. <laughs> it's still a little weird thing that you go into a group room, everybody's fucking everybody, and you're kind of waving each other. Hey. Hey, how you doing? I still think we need that lifestyle two-finger salute. salute. We're going to create a lifestyle salute, so when you do that, other people know you're in the lifestyle. So we found a mattress. We were next to that group. The mattress kind of below us, uh, we were toward the back, I think was empty at the time. It was. So we just crawled to the back. We got together. It was an incredible week, and we just started playing with each other. And at one point, kind of like Wednesday night, I was going down on Mrs. Tango. We were having a really good time. Another couple got on the mattress right below us. And they were kind of looking around, and and they were watching us. And as I was, as I was going down on her. I, I'm fuzzy on this, this detail. I don't remember... How we connected with them. I just remember that they were looking at us and kind of like Wednesday night, the next thing I knew, this man and woman were interacting with Mrs. Tango. They asked permission. They did. They they asked if it was okay if they could touch me, if they could um, interact. And the next thing I know, this couple was giving Mrs. Tango a lot of attention. Which I, made your job really easy. Oh, it was. You're pretty close to coming anyway. But when they, when the two of them started playing with you, I just put you right over the top. Yep. And then we laid with each other. We we're kind of smiling and talking and a little bit, chatting in the group room. You got to talk kind of quietly because you're in the group room. <laughs> it was really funny because they said, do you play with other couples? And I think you, we, is it, was it girl, girl play? Yeah. Is it all right if we do girl, 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 play. girl play? But they asked, do you play with our couples? And we're kind of like, well, obviously we do because <laughs> we just did not really knowing where this was going to go. Cause we intended to just play with each other. And when we said, yeah, we play with other couples. We played with another couple. Let me back up for just a minute. When, before we left our room, I said to Mr. Tango, Oh, good point. Um, do you have a condom in your pocket? Just in case. Just and, in case. And that's a very good point. So this is the educational part of our podcast. Even if you only expect to play with each other. Take the damn condom. <laughs> put a condom in your pocket. Put lube in your pocket. Put anything that you that you think you might need. So very, very fortunately, because the night would have been very different had I not done this, I had put a condom in my pocket, in my robe pocket, put lube in my pocket, which you always carry anyway because we love lube. And we sat, the four of us, after Mrs. Tango had had a really nice orgasm and they had helped, we talked about kind of our rules and we said, hey, we only play condom only. And I remember her asking him, you brought a condom, right? And he said, yep. And I, I got, said, I've got one. <laughs> I've got one. And I said, yep, I've got one too. So we got to be really careful. 
Honestly, I think I'd have run up to the room and grabbed one if I hadn't had one. I think out in the in the vestibule there had they had a big oh that's basket a good point of, in the group room they have yeah. baskets of condoms. They, it's like not a problem. Yes, like American Idol when they announce the winner and all the confetti comes down, you can push a button and condoms will come flying no, down from no, the they top. Do not. No, they do not. I really thought that would you happen. You have to be. I wondered where that button was that made all the condoms stop, come. Okay, stop. I'll stop. Kind of ruined the mood for you, didn't I? <laughs> so anyway, uh, we both had condoms. We said we played condom only. The lady said, do you play girl, girl? And, and Mrs. T went, duh. <laughs> and we started playing play with, with each other, which we completely didn't expect. We actually exchanged names at the time, although I don't really remember at the time. We know now what their names are. And the four of us started playing. Oh my gosh! These these people were really hot, and um, they were really good. And so, the snippets of what I remember of the four of us playing in the group room, the thing that really, one of the things that stood out in my mind, and this is something that in the play that we've had, we're starting to get pretty experienced. That I don't remember ever did before is. And it, it is really a blur. There was a point at which you were playing with her nipples and I was playing with her nipples. And I think he might have been fucking her at the time. And you and I were both on her nipples at the time and kissing on her. And then there was kind of a, it was very fluid. And there was a moment at which you went down on her. And then he came up behind you and started fucking you from behind. He did. However, and we I were at the front end. And I was up. By she kind of pulled me up to her head. And so we had kind of the chain of he was fucking you from behind. You were going down on her. I was next to her and she was sucking my cock while you were going down on her while he was fucking you. I have this image of her going down on me while I'm viewing you going down on her while he's fucking you from behind. And the two of us are going, okay, let's finish this damn podcast so we can go play. But it was really, 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 really hot. And she had an orgasm. There was a point when he was fucking you from behind that you kind of pulled your head up from her and you had an orgasm. Because I remember her, she was sucking on my cock and she kind of stopped and she looked at me and she said, ooh, that was really nice. And then you went back down on her. She had a big old orgasm. And like I said, very fluid. At one point, I was fucking her. He flipped you over in your back. He was fucking you. We just had a really, really good group sex thing that we thought was just going to be the two of us. And he was pretty big, wasn't he? He was. He was. I mean, you made the comment that you've never had a cock that big. No, I hadn't. And I think you enjoyed that. I did. So we had a yeah, wonderful time with those two, completely unexpected. Completely random, completely anonymous. But it so wasn't, because we're not total sluts. We're kind of sluts. But before we started playing with them, after they started playing with you when I was going down on them, we stopped and introduced ourselves to each other and talked about rules. Yeah. I mean, we had the discussion. It was just very, very abbreviated. So we all got done with each other. We went back up to the room. 
we kind of looked at each other and went, holy crap. That, that was, was fun. That was very unexpected. Very cool. And we're back. You just heard up through Saturday, and we're recording Sunday at a separate time, uh, quite a bit later time, recording it in our sunroom on our mattress because, Mrs. Tango. Because it's comfortable here. <laughs> oh, no, not why are we in here. Oh, why, why are, are we recording? Why, are, why is this not seamless from Saturday? Because we had a technical glitch on our recording from a month and a half ago uh, from Sunday on a month and a half ago whenever we did it yeah and um, and then we recorded it again then we record yeah we recorded the Sunday part and forward the part that you're hearing now and and for some reason my voice didn't record no her voice was Maybe it was a vampire voice. Vampires not, no. don't. No, it's not, that's a mirror. Oh, oh. It's not. No, vampires, you can hear themselves on a mic. They just can't see themselves in, in a, a mirror. mirror. Okay. Although I've never seen a vampire movie where a vampire's held a microphone up, so you, there might be a reason for that. I, yeah, could be. Could be. <laughs> so the good thing about us having to re record the end of this podcast is. Quite a few things have happened since we recorded uh, Monday through Saturday. Uh, one that's not sexually related or lifestyle related is we've had a lot of weather hit. We we know a lot of people in Texas on the Gulf Coast, and they had, of course, their... Louisiana and Mississippi and Alabama. Right. But particularly the Houston area and all the flooding that we've seen there. So our... We used to live down in that area. I guess we can go ahead and say that. And we know that area really well. It's just been kind of heartbreaking to see all of the, the flooding down there. And we have friends, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Ready to Jam, who we're going to talk about here in a few minutes, and uh, Miami Couple. Both are their, Those are their Twitter names. Both live in the Florida area. Not in the Florida area, in Florida. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't intend to say they like lived out in the Gulf Coast, close to Florida. <laughs> okay. And so we've been uh, chatting back and forth with them. They're battening their hatches. I don't think either one of them are running away, right? No, I think they're staying put. Yeah. In fact, um, I don't think they could get out. My Miami couple was saying they're sitting back with their Moscow mules, and I guess I, I was thinking I don't want to say which areas they're from. You know, that's a to them to say, but Miami couple might have given it away. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're hoping it uh, is a Saturday night here. The the night before, I think, is about to hit. So we're hoping the best for them. So let's get to the last we heard was our amazing Saturday night, and then we decide to stay around on Sundays. We have have found that. Checking out on Monday is a lot more relaxing than checking out with a big crowd on Sunday. And it gives us a lot of time to say goodbye to a lot of people. And we did. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, um, 
ran into the c- anonymous couple. No more. Who, who are anonymous no more. What is um, anonymous? Anonymous. Anonymous. Isn't that the snowman? No, that's abominable. Oh, I thought that was like when something really, really terrible. Uh, same thing. Same word. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it doesn't mean they have a flat tummy. No, that's abdominal. <laughs> The abdominal snowman has this big six-pack, right? <laughs> anyway, we did meet them checking out. And we've been in contact with them. They are no longer anonymous. Um, on a regular basis since um, meeting them in the daylight, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so we got to see them check out. And and you just get to see a lot of old friends, a lot of new friends, uh, exchange contact information with a lot of new friends. And... Just kind of chill and and have a lot of sighs, a lot of hugs, and a lot of goodbyes. But there was uh, one couple that we really enjoy a lot that were also staying over till Monday. Mr. and Mrs. Ready to Jam. We um, realized that they were going to be there, and uh, they invited us to go to lunch with them. And we they took us to this fun little diner that we'd never been to before that had some characters that were as waiters oh somebody should do a whole um, <laughs> sitcom about this diner oh that would be funny it would be. they were characters and uh, it was one of those things where you you sit at a at a uh, counter a counter That's and the whole the whole diner was counter it was kind of uh, serpentine the the waiters really give you a hard time but and, in a playful yeah, and and we had we had a lot of fun going back and forth with them, and every once in a while they'll break character and crack up, but they really give you a hard time. But we had what three or four young high school or college age gals that came and sat down next to us that were totally clueless and <laughs> like deer, deer in the headlights, did not know what they were. Yeah, I in think for. our waiter felt a little bad because he was abusing them, and they were really taking it to heart. <laughs> But we had a good time there, and the food was really good, yep. and it will not be our last time being there. No, we got a new place to go. Yep. Then we um, decided we wanted to see if we could find a piece of art to take home. Uh, we like to collect art, and uh, so we uh, went with Mr. and Mrs. Ready to Jam and wandered through the shops and down to Jackson Square and found just the right piece. We looked at a lot of the really high-end art. We we have collected art over the years, and we have some you know pretty decent pieces. We don't have Van Gogh or anything like that, but but we have. That's not a Van Gogh hanging on the wall. <laughs> no, that's not above Van the Gogh. piano. No, we actually didn't see a lot, which I'm kind of happy for. That was. Uh, the really high-end stuff that we particularly liked. We kept looking for a, uh, a mediocre end um, <laughs> art dealer, but yeah, everything was fine art, and everything was you know a hundred thousand dollars. And uh, you know, at the beginning of the week, we might have been able to afford that. But we drank <laughs> a lot of vodka tonics. <laughs> we did, but we really even at whatever price it was, we just didn't find anything that that really was a piece of New Orleans we wanted to take home. And when you go down to Jackson Square, there's a lot of stuff that's obviously very, very amateurish because it's hanging on the fences. But this one guy did watercolors, and they were 
really, really nice. They could have been in one of the shops. And I think you and Mrs. Ready to Jam found something you liked pretty quickly. We did. We did. But then we had to rush to the sidewalks. Because it was pouring down rain. We saw the rain coming down the street. And they were watercolors. And Yes. <laughs> So we we went off. Uh, he grabbed all of his pieces and uh, got under some cover, and we bought them. And then, because of the pouring rain, there wasn't really much we could place we could go. Although it was, it was actually kind of nice standing there watching that 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 nice heavy kind of summer rain coming down on Jackson Square. But there was a door there in the in the strip of buildings. And just a very nondescript door. And he said, hey, let me show you back in here. My studio. My studio. Show you my etchings. (laughs) (laughs) And we acted like four people that have never seen a slasher movie or anything. We said, sure, we'll go into a dark side, uh, almost an indoor alley with you. With the door closed behind where nobody can know what's going to happen. And nobody knows where we've gone. (laughs) And we did. But we had a really interesting um, history lesson from the gentleman. He told us about the floors that came over from the stones in the floor that came over from Europe as ballast. Yeah, I don't know if it was true, but if it wasn't, it was a really good story. It was a good story. I think it was true. And, and, and it, you know, it was it was very old New Orleans. There were some staircases, old iron staircases that went up to uh, one of the places where he lived. And so we got a nice little look behind the scenes. We left there, and we caught up with another fun couple that we had had brunch with at... Uh, Café Beignet. Uh, most mornings, satin sheet dreams. They organize a lot of lifestyle events, and we'll put a link to their site. And just a really fun couple. And we caught up with them. Went to a couple of microbreweries. Uh, they are much more connoisseurs of beer than we are. We like beer. I like beer. You don't like. I'm beer. not a fan. And we went to those. But places. I was a team player. You did. You you you. I drank one. <laughs> you drank one. You drink more than one beer. But they would get those little samplers that had about 30 or 40 little samples. So I think it was about six or eight. I think it was 50 or 60. (laughs) Uh, And they could really tell the difference between, I mean, everybody could tell the difference. But they knew these these microbrewery beers. We had a lot of fun drinking beer. I think we grabbed a little munchies while we were doing that. And then after that, it was getting to be later in the afternoon, and we parted ways. They headed off, and we headed back to start packing a little bit in the room, but then I think we ended up going to our favorite karaoke place in the world, which is... Cat's Meow. On Bourbon Street. And even though it's not a lifestyle, it was not a lifestyle group, for a Sunday night, that was one wild, having fun, everybody getting into the spirit night. And I don't remember, did they have three? They always have three for one drink. Yeah. You can't get one uh, vodka tonic. You're going to get three big ones. So So we did what we always do. Uh, we drank a lot of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> no, we shared. 
So we, we had a really good time that evening, and that was our last night in New Orleans. And we went back to the room, sadly packed everything up, and then got up the next morning and got in our car and made the long, long drive home. So it was a it was a really nice Wait, wait, wait. What did I? Oh, we forgot something in between. Before, between the time we left the breweries. Have you had some to drink tonight? The breweries? Maybe. Um, and That's right. Before we went to the cat's meow. While the all six of us were all together, Mrs. Ready to Jam had not ridden the mechanical bull. Earlier in the week. At Bourbon Cowboy. Uh, well, there was another one that Angie, of Jay and Angie, wrote on. That was at... That was at the beach, maybe? Razoo. Razoo. Right. And she really wanted to ride a mechanical bull. So we went into Bourbon Cowboy, and she got up and rode the mechanical bull. That gal must have some thigh muscles. She, they, that guy could not throw her off of that thing. She, if there was a, a national mechanical bull riding tour, I think she would be a pro. <laughs> and uh, it was a lot of fun. We took videos and pictures of it. And we had a lot of fun standing by the rail and hooting and hollering and, and cheering her on. And it looked like she had a good time, too. I, th- I think so. I don't know that she ever got thrown. I think at one point she just kind of gave up and let go. So you're right. That was a lot of fun and, and did want to mention that. Every Naughty New Orleans, I don't know. Is our favorite. Is our favorite. They're all different. You know, this one we made some, we had some really good friends that we became a lot better friends. A with. lot. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> closer. And uh, we met some new friends that that we just immediately hit it off with of course we spent a lot of time with a lot of people that we we didn't play with but we just have a really really good time with and that would be you w and h that we anticipate getting to know better in the future in the next naughty new orleans so with that a couple of things before we wrap up mrs tango's pointing a finger at me what don't forget the conversation we had with Average Swingers in their episode. Oh, that's right. We mentioned earlier that we had a, in the podcast, that we spent one afternoon with Jay and Angie from Average Swingers, and they interviewed us for a podcast. And in between when we recorded the first part of this podcast and this one that has been released, it is episode 77 of Average Swingers. So go look up Average Swingers. Go look up uh, episode 77. And the title of the episode is Morehead. It is indeed. And we know what you listeners are thinking when Mrs. Tango says Morehead. But you'll just have to listen to it to know why that's the title of the interview and the episodes. That's episode 77. And I wonder if Moon Baby listens to podcasts. I doubt it. But Moon Baby, if there's any chance that one in a million, you better send us an email because we know who you are. Now you know who we are. Just the fact that we mentioned you. So, So go listen to that. A couple of other things that have happened in between when we recorded up through Saturday and tonight. 
Uh, John and Allie have released their Naughty in New Orleans podcast. They've been off the air for quite some time, and it's really exciting and fun to hear them back on the air. They're a couple of our favorite people. And they also have a cruise that they're setting up, and so go. It's in November? I don't remember. I think it's in November. I know that um, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Jones have a desire trip in November. I'll mention them here in a second. But just just go to swingercast.com, and you'll find all the information, and you'll get to hear their version of Naughty in New Orleans 2017. And then uh, talking about Mr. and Mrs. Jones, I was listening to their latest episode today. And go take a listen to their latest uh, We Got a Thing podcast. They've got some exciting stuff going on in their life and some real change going on in their life. And uh, a little bit scary, but I think pretty exciting for them. We know them. We know they're going to be successful in anything they do. But again, that's just a little teaser. Go listen to We Got a Thing, their latest podcast, and sign up for their newsletter. And I think they have a desire trip in November that they're setting up for their listeners. And with that, I think uh, we'll stop and hope that this one works and try to get this out tomorrow. Uh, We don't even have to say the date that we've had this addendum because we talked about the hurricane so you guys can figure it out if you want to send us an email we would love that we've been getting a lot of decent emails decent decent (laughs) well some are good and some are decent they're all fun we had a interesting one i think we'll talk about on the next uh podcast an interesting question about somebody that was about different societies in the lifestyle Different societies different, in the lifestyle. Yeah, people from different cultures in the lifestyle. Oh, okay. So we'll talk about that on the next podcast. Shoot us. Oh, e- I know. I remember the email. Shoot us an email at tango at two or more to tango dot com t w o or more to tango dot com. Our website is www two or more to tango dot com. Our Twitter name is Two or More to Tango, and it is at the number two or more to tango, and we have a lot of fun on there. And what else before we shut this down tonight? I think that's about everything. Yep, we've got a couple more things already lined up for our next couple of podcasts, and... Our next one should be about four weeks from this one. We've already pretty well got that one recorded. And we already have a topic for the next one after that, too. So, with that, anything else on this rainy night out in our sunroom? I'm just ready for date night to start. Okay. So, from Mr. Tango. I'm Mrs. Tango. And good night. Good night. But we had a technical glitch on the end of the recording. Starting with Sunday. Starting starting where Sunday. Um. 
Okay. Now we'll start over again.